You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. You, you feel this this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there. Well, I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls. Hang up the phone. Prank caller. Prank caller. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Packernet After Dark. This is the call-in show of the Packernet Podcast Network. If you'd like to call in, if you'd like to participate in the show, please feel free to do so. The phone number here is 608-501-0718. New callers do go directly to the front of the line. We do have a new caller today, which is fantastic. It is uh, Victory... Well, still fi- Victory Sunday, actually. So, uh, first-time caller, what's going on? By the way... By the way, sorry to interrupt. Uh, this is going to be a fun episode, because we are going to start the show... With, uh, sorry to some of the people, but we're going to skip ahead to when the game starts. So there's going to be some really, I mean, I don't know, but probably some really interesting, and I got to get the bleep button ready calls, and then we got to hurry up so we can get to the good part. But this call, just so we're all clear, is at 1.50 p.m. So probably not going to be the happiest of campers. So anyways, new caller, please continue. First time calling. Sort of sucks I'm calling with her. Now not playing good, but God damn it, get those guys off the bench. Bakhtiari better play Thursday. They better get these guys playing Thursday. Or, uh, you know, time to trade. Trade Bakhtiari or something because he's not playing. Forget it. But long season, they could still take first place with the beating the lines. Going to fly out. Going to be there. We're going to make Lambo loud. Nice. Come back, get a win, beat Detroit, first place. Out. Yeah, and I mentioned this on um, the podcast tomorrow, which I actually did upload. I'm pretty sure it's ready to go. Unlike today's episode, which believe it or not, I recorded one. Took a lot of time. Spent a lot of time recording it. And then apparently just said, nah, I'm not going to upload it. I have no idea what happened, but uh, I apologize for no episode today. I like to waste my freaking time, apparently. <sighs> it's okay. On the podcast tomorrow, I kind of mentioned, you know, we, we can't expect to win a lot of these games if, if the injuries like this persist. I mean, bottom line. I mean, it's, it's, it's freaking brutal to have this many injuries to this many key players. David Bakhtiari, Jair Alexander, Aaron Jones, Christian Watson. I mean, this is... It's not sustainable. So um, hopefully keeping everybody out paid off and pays dividends and we get, can, I mean, am I being greedy hoping we get three of those guys back? You know, uh, I also saw Devondre. I mean, we knew Devondre got hurt. I saw Zach Tom got hurt. I mean, we could actually be going backwards here if these guys aren't back. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's, let's go with the second call, partially because I want to see, this is at 4.30, what his new reaction is, and then partially because I'm hoping he gives me his name, otherwise we're going to have to make one up for him. Well, since I called in earlier with my first call at 17 nothing, after multiple, multiple beers, brats, and wings. <laughs> yes. 18-17 win. Dude, I want Come a brat on. so bad. What a way to start off your career, Jordan Love home opener like that stuck with it can't wait to watch you go man it's gonna be great see you thursday yeah i mean that 
it, it's it's really cool that that happened. You know, the fact that this has happened one other time in Green Bay Packers history, and it was Aaron Rodgers in year, you know, 10 of his career or whatever. You know, Brett Favre never did it. Nobody ever, ever, ever did it until Aaron Rodgers, I mean, historically speaking, very recently did it. And Jordan Love in his third start. Granted, you know, I, I get the fact that it's unfortunate we were in that position to begin with. But there's a reason those types of things almost never happen. It really takes a special group of people. I mean, it, it takes all three phases, offense, defense, special teams. It takes, you know, belief by everybody because it's very easy at this stage for everybody to quit. I mean, even even with the defense playing well, the defense will give up because the offense isn't getting anything done, you know? Special teams, the coaching staff has to stay in it, stay locked in. Um, I mean, it's just, it's a it's a massive thing to overcome. And Jordan Love is at the helm here. He is the one driving the ship and, you know, he was able to lead this massive comeback in his first year, in his third start ever. That's a big thing. So, all right, man, what are we what are we going to call you here? The heck are we going to call you? <sighs> According to the old phone number, it says you're somewhere out in southern Pennsylvania. Even though, you know, I know you're not there, my mind immediately goes to Scranton. Spending way too much time sitting here thinking, I, I might just call you Beer Brats Wings. I'm not going to lie. I think I think that's it. Your beers brats wings. It's gonna be hard to say, but you know, we got we gotta to commit to this. So it is what it is. So it is spoken, so it shall be. Alright. Um let's go to twelve eleven PM would be the first call of the game. Hey Ryan, it's uh thought hey. I'd get things kicked off. The game just started, so uh What the hell is that? <laughs> oh man. I um I have to say, I was very pumped with our defense. And then what happened is we just had the turnover on down. And uh, we came, we started off terrible, stupid O-line of penalties. But uh, Love, Love got us back and some nice plays there, good play calls. Well, why on fourth and two are we getting so cute? Um, I don't know a better way to say it, but sometimes the floor just gets so cute with it. He has so many good concepts. Run a simple, a simple concept that you know is your go-to. You have to have, like, ten plays in your playbook that are go-tos for, you know, five yards or less. Pick one of them. Uh, I mean, of course, if they convert it, we'll all have an ante going crazy, but I just – it's too risky, especially that close to midfield. Now they have great field position. But uh, anyways, um, also, I called in before the game, and I'm guessing – Before we move on um... – I mean, I don't know. Again, it's one of those things where if it works, then it's great. If it doesn't, then we all hate it. The one thing that I did mention, again, on, on tomorrow's podcast a little bit is I feel like Matt LaFleur is is not taking anything off because of the quality of the players. And I, I don't mean quality in terms of bad. I just mean the, the inexperience. He is diving deep into his playbook and is just like, we're running this. And it's guys that don't know what they're doing. So, you know granted they could mess up a pretty simple play as well as they could a complex play but sometimes i'm looking at it i'm like man we're throwing patrick taylor out there on critical downs and then running like you know what what, who was it was was it emmanuel wilson on that toss back play on fourth down i mean it was it was a great play and it was a great play call i can't be mad at the play call but the execution isn't there because we got a halfback throwing to a quarterback, and apparently nobody's wearing the right cleats because everybody's just slipping all over the place. So it ends up being a backward pass, which is a fumble. The quarterback grabs it. He slips and falls. Like, 
Musgrave, every time he touched the ball, was slipping around. We know A.J. Dillon likes to slip around. I, I just, you know, I, again, if, if it works, it's freaking brilliant. And Matt LaFleur should have looked brilliant like 75 different times already this year, but instead ends up looking like an idiot because guys are just not executing the plays properly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, do you put it on them and say, well, you should have just run a simple play, like run Dillon up the middle for negative one yards or run a you know screen like we have 17 times that keeps getting blown up for negative yards or like you know you mentioned like well you you have to have some kind of a play i don't know what it would be because most of the simple stuff is not working um i mean it would have to be a pass but i you know i don't know it's hard to be mad at him when the play worked it's just we can't have a running back you know it's pretty bad when i'm looking at it going i am not great at throwing a football granted I absolutely could have thrown that pass. Like, that's one of the few throws in the NFL that I could have made that I'm confident in. I'm confident. Like, if if I don't make this throw, you can let Rashawn Gary hit me. Well, granted, with that amount of pressure, I don't know. But I could have made that throw. But, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. Stupid stuff. Stupid stuff. Thing This one won't make the cut before he start calls over. So I just thought I'd say all this stuff happened with Bach. And uh, and everything, it's making a lot more sense to me that we kept like seven offensive tackles or something crazy, and not very many interior. I don't think it's actually seven, but we kept a lot of tackles. Um, and, and why we signed uh, Nyman back? Um, they they knew that Box wasn't going to play all the games. They knew that he was still struggling with this knee. It's going to be a forever thing. We just didn't know. So right. things are all clicking there. Um, as far as you know. Feel like I know all the pieces of the puzzle now for the most part, and I'm not so confused. So, anyways, hopefully our defense picks it back up here, and uh, hopefully we can uh, hopefully we can win this one. Uh, my score prediction: This is before the game, but I know the call. You'll start over. Um, score prediction is 24-10. All right, talk to you later. Yeah, and we we made some. I've seen a few people make comments about David Bakhtiari, like, "Well, we all knew that this was how it was going to be," and it's like, who knew this? Who knew that David Bakhtiari was going to play? I mean, it's we've we've got three games and he's played one, and I would say that there's a decent chance that he's not ready by Thursday. So, you know, I mean, again, we we knew that he had a knee injury, but last year, I mean, he came back week three. He played week three, four, five, six, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and then he missed a little patch, and then he came back and played seventeen, eighteen. So basically, once and there was a bye week mixed in there. So I mean, in total, if you count weeks one and two, which I guess you can, but shouldn't, you know, again he can't. He okay, so he's back week three and he plays like the entire season, and then he misses like three games. I I don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe he'll miss three games now and then be back and play the rest of the season. I I don't know. It just it it doesn't feel the same to me. Like, any player. I mean, Elton Jenkins is going to miss four weeks. It's not like this big thing, like, oh, man, this is so crazy. Like, it just, that those things happen. But it's just weird with him where it's like, he played one game. And then he missed a game, which I didn't expect. And then he missed another game, which I didn't really expect. And now it's like, when, is, is he coming back? Or what are we doing here? I mean, he's not on IR, so I'm, I'm guessing he'll be back. But, again, even the, the coach and everybody else, like, well, we all knew this. Like, no, we did not. Nobody told me. Nobody told me don't expect David Bakhtiari to play this year. He'll play like once in a while, and you better be grateful when you get his two or three games because we would have been having different conversations in the offseason if that was the case. This is news to me. 
Yeah, I just I just don't like that either. It's you know people get all snippy about it. Like, well, we all knew this. Like, first of all, Mister Frickin' Know It All, no, nobody did. And and by the way, nobody called into the show and said anything about it. I never saw anybody on social media say anything about it. But now that it's happened, it's like, oh well, yeah, everybody knew that. Well, nobody said it. Who who was saying it? Who was saying, I think David Bakhtiari's knee is actually really serious, and I don't think he's going to play very much this year? I didn't hear a single person say that. Just wondering, because apparently for some people, this is common knowledge, and we all knew it. Like, okay, I, well, I wasn't in on the secret. Anyways, let's continue the nightmare. Yeah, so uh, so first series, no. Offensive line, no. Um, you don't get to be a bad offensive line and also get a bunch of penalties. Yeah. So no, no, I uh, don't want to see that anymore. Not oh, you're going to, and you're going to like it. Second of all, I don't know what that fourth down was. We could, we should have kicked the field goal there, in my opinion, but yeah, that was ugly. Okay, well, go back, go. Only gets worse, Nate. It's so funny because it's like we got Jersey Mike, and then Nate calls back, and then Jersey Mike calls again. It's like people are just calling in, raging. Jersey Mike calls back in like an hour later. I love this. All right, let's go, Jersey Mike. Hey, Ryan, it's Jersey Mike. Uh, so I haven't been calling in recently because yeah, I've been trying that? not to lose my mind, but here right. it is. Right. Screw you, Joe Barry. <laughs> oh, jeez. I mean, are we kidding ourselves right now? We're, we're at the end of the first quarter right now, and all I see is them playing freaking nine yards off, off the line of scrimmage. What, what is he doing here? Are you kidding me? Do we not know how to play press coverage? I'm not even asking for press man. I'm just asking for some kind of press. But, what? Huh? I, I, this defense is, is so aggressive. And then Joe Barry goes out there and he says, Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Step back. Wait for them to complete a pass. And then tackle them. But don't, don't make, don't worry. Don't worry. They're going to get it six or seven yards every time. Because we don't want to do nothing. We want to come up and tackle. Right we don't want to make it really difficult. <laughs> they have to get a big play. You know, that's football. He's a freaking clown. I'm sick of Joe Barry. I, I would rather a 10-year-old who plays Madden religiously be the defensive coordinator for this team right now. Anyway, go Pat, go. Yeah, I, the only one I remember in regards to like being too far off, and maybe this is what you're calling about, oh, that's a penalty, um, was Carrington Valentine. There was like, I don't know, third and three or something, and, and again, he's, he's five, six, seven yards off and just gives him like a free first down. But again, we don't know if that's Joe Barry or if that's just simply a guy with no situational and spatial awareness because it almost seemed like some of the guys came over and talked to him like bro what what are we doing here um that might have been the play where he was also on the wrong side of the field and i saw razul like pointing at his head like come on man you gotta think so i don't know i don't know i don't remember a ton of that i i honestly it's crazy like i gotta go back and watch this game because i'm i'm trying to remember anything and i can't remember anything i remember being frustrated with the defense but then again you look at the results and it's like what what is there to be upset about? So I don't know if it's kind of like the Packers the first couple weeks where it's like it's just really efficient because it's like we didn't do anything, but somehow Jordan Love got three touchdowns, and I don't know how that happened. Um, I feel like the defense wasn't like elite aside from you know Rashawn and Kenny getting those sacks. 
I don't know. I, I I don't know, but but it seemed to work out. I do know that that's a big thing with uh, with the Saints, though. They they get a, a bunch of yards and no scores. Like they cannot punch it in. I shouldn't even say a punch a, a bunch of score. They're just they're a wildly inefficient football team. So I don't know. I I I'd have to check that out. I remember. I, I just remember at one point being really annoyed. Like, are you serious? You can't stop the run against the worst rushing team in football that lost their two starting running backs. That's great. But again, it, for whatever reason. I woke up from my coma, and they scored no points against our defense, so I guess they did a great job. I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's just like, there's the score, and then there's my recollection of what happened, and it just seems very different. So I, I don't know. I'll have to go back and, and see what happened. Hey, Ryan, it's Jersey Mike again. Uh, so who paid off the rest? Oh, dude, the rest who, who, who in New Orleans paid off these rests? This is ridiculous. This is disgusting. What, what was really weird about the game is it's like, on one hand... They were throwing flags on everything. On the other hand, it's like, oh, we're letting them play. And it seemed like they were letting them play down the field with their corners being really, really aggressive on our wide receivers. But everything else was just, it was flag city all over. I'm not saying we didn't commit the penalties. I'm not saying any of that, but it's like, we got to have consistency. It's either a game where we're calling every little ticky-tack thing, or it's a game where we're letting people play. I don't know, but I'm not seeing... The consistency that I think would be considered a fair football game. That 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 holding call on Jaden Reed, yeah, that wasn't holding yeah. because the defensive player was also holding Jaden Reed. So Jaden Reed held him back. Yes, that should be a no call. That's what we call a no call. Are you kidding me? And then what? Marshawn Lattimore, PI playing through the back of Torre, and yeah. we're not going to call that a either. Bunch of that going are on. you are you kidding me right now? And and not to mention the neutral zone infraction that they didn't call that that, that was somehow a you know, false on that time. Yeah. Hey, listen, last time I checked the neutral zone was if any part of the player was over the line of scrimmage slash in front of the ball, like slightly offside. What are are we kidding ourselves right now? I like I'm I'm not saying our offense is playing that great right now, but these refs are blatantly doing nothing but screwing us over. I have, this is, this is why I haven't called in recently. I'm getting sick of this. Between the defense playing like garbage and our offense not getting any, anything going because every time we do, there's somehow a call. This is ridiculous. I mean, I, I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand. The referees for two weeks in a row now have blatantly missed massive calls and they just don't care. So, so are, are we done because Aaron Rodgers is, is no longer on this team, so the refs are going to screw us? Is that the name of the game now? Anyway, I, I hope we can turn this around and somehow Matt LaFleur goes over to the refs, you know, one of those uh, Remember the Titans deals where he brings that ref over and pulls it, says, you're going to keep screwing us? All right, and then he goes up to that defense and says, I don't want him to gain another yard because screw these refs. I, I want to see Rashawn Gary somehow, by accident, throw Trevor Penning straight into the headline uh, lines judge or whatever. Somebody, somebody throw somebody into a ref and break a ref's ankle. That, that's what I'm looking for right now. I don't want these refs on the field anymore. Make them pay. Anyway, go, Pat, go. <sighs> it's not even 1 o'clock yet. This is glorious. Nate, what's going on, man? Aaron, it's Nate. Um, so I just turned the game off after that, uh, after that touchdown that the – Special teams gave up, um, yeah, and bad. you know what? Maybe it's too early, um, but I, I just I'm not going to do it. Not going to sit there and watch that. It's not okay because um, I'm not going to sit there and watch these rookie 
mistakes, like, I can't even call them rookie mistakes because, you know what, these guys have been playing football since they were in, like, peewee leagues, most of them, at least high school, you know, and you came from college. Like, these are these are things about the game that you know. You're on offense. You know what the count is for when that ball is going to be snapped, and yet you're still jumping off sides. Okay, there's no reason for that. There's just, there's just none for these stupid, stupid penalties. And that's, that's all they are. And then, like, holding when you're – you're not even near the play. You're not even. Mm-hmm. You're not even really part of what's going on here. And then, oh God, Jonathan Owens, do you want a job, man? Like blocking in the back when the play's basically over. Like your guy was not going to be making the play there. Why are you? Why are you so aggressively doing that? It's just, just can't watch it. I just can't watch it. I'll get this. I'll get the updates on my phone. But I was just embarrassed, man. Just an embarrassing yep. start to your first. Like your first home game, you guys, you're you're all like young. This is you. You need to make your mark at home, at least at home. I don't care how you play on the road. That's that's its own thing. But God, just disgusting, just disgusting. First couple, just giving these people yards for no reason. I can't. Oh God, motherfucking. <laughs> had had to slip it in there. I mean, you mentioned embarrassing, and that was a word I used a lot in this game. Like, it's it's just, this is just embarrassing, you know? Like, all the hype and all the talk about, you know, maybe, who knows, maybe this team could be this, and maybe, that, maybe, 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 maybe we can win the division, maybe we can go to the playoffs, maybe all these things. And uh, look at this play, it's it's just, this, this team doesn't look like they belong in the NFL, right? So, I get the frustration, I didn't turn the game off, but... Um, I definitely, I think, like a lot of people at that point, you just kind of are like, all right, so this is just not going to go very well. Although, again, with a low-scoring game, you're looking at, even in the third quarter, like, man, if you could just get a touchdown, get one touchdown, bro, then it's it's a 10-point game. I mean, you know, and, you know, that's pretty much how it went. Jersey Mike again. P.I., 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 P.I. Oh, no, that's good defense. That's how you play good defense. Screw these refs. Screw them. And the announcers, by the way, they kept hyping up that one dude. And granted, he was having a pretty good day, but I, I get so annoyed with these refs all the time, or the the announcers, because like, what what was the one play where um, who the heck was that? Was that Dobbs or Reed? Maybe I think it was Reed, where he went out of bounds and like knocked all their their Gatorade coolers over. That was just a drop, right? The the defender was not able to get there. The ball was freaking perfectly placed in his hand, where the defender couldn't get there. And he just dropped it. And they're like, oh, he's having a day. He's that guy right there. Let me tell you something. He's having a good... Like, do you have a television in front of you like I do? Do they provide you with one of those where you can see what I can see? Because I'm telling you, that had nothing to do with the defense. It just, it just freaking annoys me. Like, if you want to hype somebody up, fine. But don't sit there and say what a great defender that was when our guy just freaking dropped the football, you moron. Uh, where are we at? Yeah, let's take a break. Patreon.com forward slash pack underscore daddy. If you want to support the podcast, you can hit me up on Venmo, uh, pack on a podcast. If you'd rather do that, appreciate any and all support. We'll take a break. We'll be right back in the hobby. It's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high value Jordan love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. 
And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing. But they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Hey, it's Jersey Mike. Uh, somebody's going to need to calm me down. Whoever this Brad Rogers is, yeah, yeah, somebody needs to get him, take him off, and, and just never let him officiate another game ever in the history of the NFL. All these things DBs have done is commit P.I., P.I., P.I. They've committed freaking illegal contact downfield on the Jordan Love interception because the guy is, is running into dubs. On, on, in the middle of the route, like 15, 20 yards downfield. Are you kidding me? And then, what? We're going to call P.I. on Samori Tori? These refs have been paid off. Paid off. I, I, I don't know how somebody doesn't turn around and sue the NFL over the fact that they are rigging games and affecting the gambling market. I, I think there is a legitimate case here for this. I mean, they are legitimately finding every excuse to call crap penalties on the Packers, but they refuse to call any penalties on the Saints. And the only thing I can think of is that the NFL is trying to put on this notion that the Saints is the best defense in the NFL. I, I have no idea how this is acceptable. If, if I were Matt LaFleur, I would just pull all of the starters. I wouldn't play them another down. And honestly, I would say we're going to forfeit this game if these refs continue to do this crap. This is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. If I ever see Brad, whatever the heck his name is, if I see any of this officiating crew in public, honestly, I'm going to lose my mind on them. And if they decide to mouth off to me, I don't know that I wouldn't be happily trying to shove pepper spray down their throats so that they can never open their mouths ever again and say anything to the effect of any kind of penalty on any team. This is disgusting for the, for the sport. It's, it's blatant disregard for, for the sport. And, and if they continue to put this product on the field, somebody needs to be held accountable. 
Full pack belt. Jersey Mike, you live up to your name, my friend. You are everything that everybody would ever want somebody with the name Jersey Mike to be. All right, we are getting to uh, almost 2 o'clock. I have to assume the comeback is, is happening relatively soon. What was it, like 2.15, 2.30-ish? When we started coming back, we're getting there. Omar, what's going on? Omar? What's up, this Omar Southsider? What up? Hey, I'm calling because it's the third quarter, like the middle of the third quarter. When uh, after Derek Carr got hurt. The depths I'm of like, darkness. I know people already call these penalties are ridiculous. Yes. Like, I get messing up a couple times, but we are looking terrible with these penalties. It's like, relax. Yep. Um, I was, at the beginning, I was like, Jordan is kind of throwing. He's doing a pretty good job throwing balls accurately and stuff. Um, but he, I'm, I wasn't disappointed with him at first, but I'm starting to get disappointed with him now because, like, I don't know if it's his fault, but the people he's throwing to are not open. So yeah. I don't know if it's the wide receivers ain't getting open, and that's what I, it could be possibly that, or or what. But it's like every time he throws somebody, it's like they're covered. Yep. And it's it's getting ridiculous. Huh? I noticed that too, and I I think I mentioned that on tomorrow's podcast, and it, it does get better. But you know, again, as this is somewhat of an evaluation year, um, I I do remember at some point in the game thinking, you know, we'll see what happens when Watson comes back and how things go continue to materialize with with Musgrave. But I do wonder if we have guys that struggle to get off of man coverage. I mean, I, I remember this was a thing with the Packers, maybe like 2018-ish or something. Uh, it was relatively recently, and obviously Devontae is not uh, not that, but oh, that looked painful. Um, but uh, I, I do remember that, where it's like, we, we just can't seem to beat man coverage. Like, we don't have guys that are talented enough just to get off of that. And, you know, credit to the guys that we have to, to get that just fraction of, of separation that they do get. And then, you know, we, we got a lot of these, like, 50-50 hand catch, which was not going in our way today, partially because Jordan was a little bit off on a lot of these throws, partially because just the defenders were able to make plays, and then partially because of drops. But, you know, th- there's not a lot of just winning out there, you know, just getting a, a, a good amount of separation and man coverage. You know, there, there's guys getting open in zone coverage, but I, it, it did seem like it was it was pretty tight out there. Um. We need some speed on our team. You can tell yeah. that it's like no – if we don't got no speed, man, it's, the defense is like buckling down on us easy. Yeah. And a lot of the deep class plays that we had, like with Toure, Toure is not that fast of a wide no. receiver. And Jordan even didn't really throw it that deep, like overthrow him because he was like – it was kind of short, almost turned to interception. So then, you know, the other passes, he kind of overthrown the receivers because they expect him to be fast. Um, I'm just, like I said, man, I, I don't mind us losing games, but this game was so winnable. It's just with the penalties that we've been doing, it's just ridiculous. Um, I'm going to try to, I'm, I'm going to call back when the game over and talk about the positive and negatives, but I do like Wilson, the running back, be showing he can catch. Um, I don't know why we're doing toss plays with Dylan outside. Like, that's not his his game. You know, that doesn't make a lot of sense. You would do that with Wilson or Taylor. You wouldn't. So it's like the play calling is just everything. I'm not really feeling uh, a lot of stuff. But I can definitely say we definitely, like I said earlier, we need to draft a wide receiver high, like um, probably in the second round or like one of our second, second round picks or something with some speed who could like develop into a starter because yeah. we just got, you know, we don't have anybody that's elite all around. It's like sure. a good slot, a good possession, 
we don't have like somebody who can do it all other than like Christian Watson and, and he keeps having durability issues. So I definitely need to do that. All right, I'll call back later. We'll go back. Yeah, you know, I, I, I generally kind of scoff at that. You know, we've been hearing that for years about get a wide receiver, get a wide receiver, get a wide receiver. And it's like, you know, come on, man. We have a ton of other needs in other places. It's not our primary thing, you know. But as you look at it now, it's probably, it, it's still not our primary. But if it becomes available, especially when you look at teams like Miami, that's becoming like the poster child for for me in terms of sort of wanting this depth, I guess, especially if you're talking speed. I know that isn't the only thing, but it just stresses defenses to such a high degree to not only have like one Christian Watson, but two. But you're right. I mean, to, to have a guy that's like a, a an upgraded Romeo Dobbs, you know, he's, he's faster, he's a better route runner, he's got better hands, et cetera, et cetera. And I don't mean to disrespect Romeo Dobbs, and maybe we've got a real steady group of guys. We've got to see what they can do. But as it stands right now, and we, we don't even know the status of, of Watson, you know, I, I I don't know. I don't know what's going on, uh, not only just with his health, but in terms of um, how good things are going to be between him and um, Jordan. But, yeah, I mean, look at the Cincinnati Bengals where, you know, T. Higgins really – started to pan out and of course you have jamar chase and we don't have anybody as good as jamar chase you know you get that truly elite elite guy and i'm a big fan of christian watson i really am but you know is he ever going to be you know one of those top five top ten sort of guys probably not i don't think so so i mean you know what would be amazing i guess what i'm saying is is if christian watson was a truly dynamic elite number two wide receiver uh, again, is it a primary? No, no. It would be nice to get the offensive line squared away. Um, you know, we may have to look into running back. Uh, safety, I think, is going to be a concern. Defensive line, as much as that's annoying because it feels like we've we've kind of settled it, you do have to wonder. You know, especially if you can get a really early guy. If there's, and I, I don't know if there's going to be, but, you know, the, the guy that comes to mind would be like a Vita Vea. Um, and I know that's a really rare breed of, of human being, but what, what I'm looking at is a big, really big run defender that is a rare breed of athleticism that can actually also be a really good pass rusher. And and we've had other... Um, who's the guy? <laughs> the other two Georgia guys that were, that were taken last year and this year that are not named Devontae Wyatt come to mind. You know, it's not to say Wyatt can't do it, but I mean, he, he is a pure balls-to-the-wall pass rusher, you know? Which, again, I'm all for it. But I guess what I'm saying is an upgraded TJ Slayton. You know, you get a real dog in there who is a a premier nose tackle that can go along with Wyatt and Clark on the outside. I think that's freaking money, you know? But I but I think wide receiver's in the conversation. I mean, it is one of those things where you're you're playing with at least three most of the time. Could be two, but but probably three. And it's just a position, I you know, I don't want to use the phrase you can never have too many, but I mean, anywhere between one and three really dominant wide receiver, you're you're not wasting anything. You know, it's not like a second running back where it's like, nah, you know, you only kind of only one person can run at a time, you know, whatever. You're not losing anything by by having one, two, or even three really dominant wide receivers because they're all out there running routes, and you just need one of these guys getting open. So again, we'll see what we got. Uh, hopefully, we're good. Hopefully, we don't have to change anything. I think the Packers are going to be reluctant. We've got two. Uh, second round picks in Reed and in Watson. They're not going to want to come off these guys anytime soon. But, you know, 
All I'm saying is, if the opportunity were to present itself, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to it. Top priority? No. But uh, would I hate to be the Miami Dolphins running up 70 points? Probably not so much. <laughs> I'm just I'm watching this team, and I'm buying the hype, man. I, I probably shouldn't, but I'm looking at them like, dude, is this team going to win the Super Bowl? Like, for real? They're like the Chiefs, but they're more chiefy than the Chiefs are. Anyways, Omar, what's going on? Hey, so I'm calling back after that uh, going on and on fourth down, and then Patrick Taylor didn't know he was supposed to keep going to catch that open pass. Yeah. After that, I just cut it off. Um, I got to drop my daughter off it. back in college, uh, so I was like, I ain't going to wait no more. Like, the miscommunication throughout the whole team is off. Yeah. So I'm just going to let that just go. Like, all the highlights I'm going to get from listening to your show to tell me what else happened. But it, this is just horrible. It sucks because it makes it seem like the team is terrible when they're not. Right. It's like, it's learning. You're going to take this as a learning thing. But literally, like, for the most part, I'm going to say, like, 80% of Jordan I played good. You know, but it's like everybody else letting down. And then when everybody else played good, did your love mess my mess up? Right. Then the O line, oh, don't get me started with them. That was horrible. But um, whew, man, it's the defense. It's I don't know. I'm hoping that the Jets second round pick is high, so we could kind of like, like yeah, I'm hoping they have like a top three or four pick. So we can kind of trade that second round pick, go down, that double dip. Sure. Because we need, like, some safeties. We need some more cornerbacks. We just need defensive pieces. We need some offensive pieces. It's like, yeah. I can't. Yeah, and I, uh, I, I've been thinking every single week, and there's only so many weeks in the season, and eventually the season's just going to be over and I'm not going to do it. But I keep thinking, man, i got to do a, a thing with uh, with Jake. Like, once a week or something, we got to do a YouTube thing, just, just going over some Packers draft stuff just to kind of see where we're at. Cause I, I don't even necessarily know. I, I peak once in a while, but I got to start looking. Um, Cause we are getting to that point, not just from a doom and gloom standpoint, but just in general, like a, as the weeks go on, we learn more about our team. Um, we have different assessments of what we're going to need. And that's kind of the fun thing about doing it early is it's going to change. If we all know what we want, like we need a tackle. Okay. Well then we want this guy. Next week, yep, same guy. Like nothing, nothing's changed. I mean, maybe this guy, but probably not. It's gonna be that guy. So <laughs> it's just, it's not interesting. But but every week now, there's different things that you look at. And it's like, man, what about this? What about this? So I think it would be a good idea um, to try to at least once a week kind of do a little little draft thing. Normally, I can pick a position to say if we got this, we're we good. Yeah. It's like we definitely need safety. I'm I'm actually hoping we spend some money at free agency now. Yeah, actually. that too. Oh, if we draft a safety, then we don't have to. I mean, if we uh, sign a safety at free agent, we don't have to draft. But we need two. So I will see. I will, Savage and playing all right. So I see if you take a cheap deal, you sign somebody else at free agency this sweet. That way you don't have to draft it. And then we can get, like I said, we need some offensive linemen. Definitely need a tackle because Batiari. Tackle. We need some people on defense. We need a wide receiver. You know, we need anything. <laughs> it's just like I can just go on and on. But I, I really think that all this will make our team better in the long run. So for everybody who's stressing, don't stress. It's a learning thing. I I think we're gonna be straight 
I would sign Jordan Love, not to no massive deal, but to something like that's like under Dak Prescott, and we should be good. All right, talk to you later, bro. Well, I got to be honest, man. I'm a little sad that uh, you and Nate missed this pretty epic comeback. I know you said you got to um, take care of your kid and whatnot, but it does suck because great things are about to happen and you're going to end up missing that. So sorry to hear that. Let's take one more quick break so we can just kind of ride through the rest of these. Uh, we are getting very, very close to the positives. We got Kyle from Madison at 227. I'm not exactly sure when the turnaround happens, but maybe we're going to get that. And then everything after that is after three o'clock. So we, we've got depending on when exactly the game ended, either um, very end of the game or uh, victory, victory laps. Take a break. We'll be right back. Ryan, Kyle from Madison. What's up, man? What's up, man? So it's beginning of the fourth quarter here. Oh, wow. Looking like we're going to be taking a loss here. Um, Reed just dropped a touchdown, and I... <laughs> man, can, can you guys please... I know we're down like half our team, but can you guys please start making some plays for the quarterback because this is getting ridiculous. Like early in the game, Musgrave just inexplicably stops for a second on a seam route, then the ball's overthrown. Taylor on fourth down stops three yards on a five-yard pattern. And then Reed, you know, it would have been a difficult catch, but he's got to hang on to that at this point in the game. So I don't know what's going to happen. Looking like a loss, but Man, I know we're down all kinds of guys. I know if you put Jones out in the flat instead of Taylor on that fourth down, it's probably going for six. But, man, people got to step up here. Uh, these penalties are out of control. Uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully at least some positive things can happen here. My goodness, it has been a absolute disaster with penalties today, as you know. So we'll see if they can put together some more positive uh, plays here. If not, get the W. But yeesh. Come on, Packers. Make some plays for the guy. Yeah, it is frustrating. And it's, it's kind of like Omar was talking about before. I forgot to comment on it, but um, he mentioned how guys are not able to get open. And then, uh, you know, w whenever there's a play to be made, Jordan doesn't make it, you know. And, and that was my what I noticed. Like, man, you know, whenever Jordan throws a pinpoint pass, it's to a guy that's covered and then it gets broken up. And it's like, come on, man. Or you throw a great pass and, and they won't catch it or whatever. Then the few times you do have an open guy, you know, he airmails Musgrave or whatever, and it's like, Jordan, come on, man. Like, I'm, <laughs> you finally got what you needed, man. We're finally helping you out, and you're not helping us out. Like, come on, man. So, yeah, it's it's rough situation, but, again, a W in the end. And, and we're going to start off with Jersey Mike here. I got to go back and find all, find all these swear words. But uh, 3.07 p.m., we got to start getting into the good stuff now. Hey, Ryan, it's Jersey Mike. Uh, so, field goal missed. Um, <laughs> yes. As you can tell, I'm out of breath, man. I've been screaming. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, you know I got to tell you when Google translates something kind of ridiculous. It says, uh, hey, Ryan, it's Jersey Mike. So, field goal missed. As you can tell, I'm at a black man. <laughs> I would have been so much funnier if you had said that. <laughs> right? I know, right? Uh, as you can tell, I've been pretty stressed. <laughs> I assume everybody else has that's going to call in. I assume you are. Um, I'm still still not happy about the refs. Um, they made some horrible calls. Uh, finally, they started calling things at the end of the game that they should have been calling all game. And I don't think this game is as close as it is. 
uh, if they actually made those calls. Um, Jordan Love, let, let, let's be real. He is him. I know that we don't necessarily like that statement, but man, <laughs> he, he just battles through adversity. He doesn't care. He keeps going back and back and back. Jaden Reed is dropping passes and he keeps going after him. Romeo Dobbs up against Isaac Yadam, and he keeps dropping or getting, you know, P.I. or whatever, and he keeps going after him, and he scores a touchdown. And just his shiftiness to, to get that PD, oh, that INT, I don't care about it because that was a, a penalty if anybody actually wanted to call it. So at least the INT, at least Dubs could have been down there to at least play defense on that INT if, if Yadam doesn't commit uh illegal contact downfield. The defense steps up, and quite frankly, I don't think it's because of Joe Barry at all. I think it's because the defense wanted to step up. Uh, Joe Barry's calling garbage defense, in my opinion. I'm just, I am so, so happy. This team just showed its will, its determination. I love how you're happy, but still throw a backhand to Joe Barry. Just <laughs> Joe Barry's still catching strays. Like, yay, we did it, guys. We've we only we held him to ten points, right? And it's like, shut up, Joe. Nobody likes you. Anyways, go Jordan. <laughs> oh, I feel bad for Joe Barry sometimes. I mean, we we almost had how many yards? A hundred something yards. It feels like in penalties, and yeah. they can overcome that. Oh, against arguably what the best defense in the league this so far this season. And let's let's talk about Rashawn Gary. I mean. Let's be real. If he doesn't put David Carr out of this game, or Derek Carr out of this game, who knows what kind of game we're looking at. For Rashawn Gary to go out there and just annihilate him and throw him on his... Yeah. And this, this offensive line, they just beat them up and bruised them. Yeah. And, and to not have our starting players out there at corner. I mean, Jair goes down. Carrington Valentine goes down. We're dealing with Valentine out there. And yep. Darnell Savage coming up and making big plays, Rudy Ford making big plays, that's what I'm talking about. That's the kind of team I'm looking for. I like the fire. Only thing I need, those Packers fans to get louder before the play clock gets down to 15 Yeah, it'd be good. Uh, for the defense. Go, Pat, go. Oh, it feels so good to hear. I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It's fun hearing the, the, the freakouts and the meltdowns and everything. Um, but this feels good, just to relive it again. You know, that, that jubilation that we felt right at the victory. One minute later, we got Trucker Bob. This is Trucker Bob, and the kick is up, and it's going. It's no good. It's no good. The Packers win. It's no good. There you Dagger. There you Dagger. We win. We win. What a game. What a game. Green Bay committed a penalty on every offensive oh, like five of them in the first quarter, the <laughs> second quarter, the third quarter, and then the fourth quarter came. <laughs> 18 points. Green Bay wins. 18 to 17. Yes! Our defense was great. Love every minute of it. Yes! Chuck uh, about it. Dude, Trucker Bob is jacked. That's what I love about football, man. Every single one of us is a kid. 
We were all just stupid kids. Me and my son, my son is nine years old. We were the exact same person. I was a nine-year-old kid. Like I said, I was, I, all right, this is on the podcast tomorrow. When, when we kicked the extra point to go up one point, I was on my knees. Me and my son were on our knees praying to the television, just being stupid. Just stupid stuff. We're idiots, but it's fun. Like, it's just, we're just kids, man. I love it. Trucker Bob is just, he's just living his best life right now. That gets me so fired up, man. That makes me happy. I mean, Trucker Bob's a pretty reserved guy, you know? Pretty, pretty, uh, what's the word? Stoic, maybe? I don't know. Um, but that, that, that's the voice of a guy that is, that is just giddy. That gets me fired up, man. I love that. Ryan Kyle from Madison. What's going on, man? Oh, how sweet it is, man. <laughs> Look, how many times have we been saying this last year that some of the best passes Love has made were either dropped or, you know, forgotten because of the outcome or garbage time? I was I was worried the defense was going to give it up and that absolutely epic performance was going to go for nothing. But thank the football gods, we did it. And, man, I'm so excited. Great win. Enjoy. Well, and and that was what was great about it, because, I mean, the entire game was just constant mishaps. There's no reason for us to have any trust whatsoever, but the crazy thing is, I did. I mean, by the time we got down to it, like, I believed we were going to score. And I believed the defense would get a stop, and I was almost proved wrong like it was like okay they're really moving down the field here but they did ultimately get a stop i mean you know they stopped them from moving they forced a fourth down um which i mean they could have driven the clock down from the five yard line with no time left and got a chip shot field goal you know um technically it is still a stop so i i it was it was so great to have such an ugly horrific sloppy disgusting performance that ended with me saying I trust Jordan Love. He looks great right now. I mean, he's he's not missing anything. I trust our wide receivers. They're making plays. I trust our defense. I trust our play callers. I trust our special teams. Like, the team was locked in. And, and to go from how horrible it was to that level of trust, at least for me, really says something. Like, I mean, they, they were super locked in to the point where you could just forget about everything that happened and actually believe. And for a somewhat skeptical, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it, semi-negative fan, especially during a game, it's not easy for me to be like, you know what, I actually think we're going to do this. And, um, yeah, that was that was a heck of a thing they pulled off. Hey, Ryan, that's Draft Obvious. And What's I'm up? so proud of Jordan Love and our team. Pulling out this victory. I know Derek Carr got hurt, but you know what? We created that injury with pressures. <laughs> you know, and we that, have, should, that should be a stat. Created injury. A lot of our injuries ourselves, not only going into the game with Aaron Jones, Mayor Alexander, David Bakhtiarchi, Alton Jenkins, uh, Christian Watson, but then during the game, we had uh, another cornerback go down, uh, Valentine. Like we had our fair share of injuries, we overcame it. Home game had to hit it, had to nail that Jordan Love era, and Jordan Love pulled off an epic comeback. 
despite the way his receivers have got to stop dropping the ball right. when it's right there. But Jordan Reed got to be proud that dude made a play when his quarterback needed a play yep. laying out to make that catch. Anyways, have a good one. Bye. Somehow I understood all of that. I don't know how, but... Yeah, that that pretty much sums it up, man. It was it was ugly, it was sloppy, but when the game was on the line, we got what we needed. Jordan stepped up, the receiver stepped up, the offensive line stepped up, defense stepped up, special teams stepped up, and that's that's I mean that's the thing about the NFL too. The seventeen points is nothing. I mean, you know, again, we got we got teams scoring seventy points now. We had the Vikings last year with the the biggest comeback in NFL history. Like, if you don't have a fifty point lead by halftime, you better freaking strap up your shoelaces there buck because you got nothing (laughs) 17 point lead is jack squat and so you know the packers believed it they fought for it and um good for them they got it all right go pack nice win good to see that come from behind it was i uh i'll have to preface everything i could not actually watch the game being up in alaska i was in the market area so i couldn't stream anything even hear the game all i could do is sit and watch the the stats roll up as each play was done. Just kind of watch how that went. Um, I'm super happy. I'm super stoked. Glad that we won that game. I'm glad that everybody got their heads out of their butt seemingly because as I was watching the numbers, we were looking pretty horrible and doing some terrible stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, great win, and we needed it. Um, something, though, I'm going to say this, and I've been on it. I've been on it since I've been calling into your show. Um, we need Aaron Jones. We, we need yeah. to get him healthy. We need him back in the game. Um, if, if we want to use a – a boxing analogy, he is our body blow. He's a guy yep, that comes yep, in yep. And, and pounds away at the defense because that's what the running game does. As far as I'm concerned, anybody wants to know, the running game, its whole purpose is to grab a hold of the defense, the opposing defense, and hold them in place so they can't go anywhere. And that way you can pick them apart with the passing game because they just can't get away from the run because they don't want to get beat up with the run. And that's what Aaron Jones does for us. So if we get him back. I think this team can really be something. You know, again, good win, but we got to get our body blow back. We got to get our hammer back. Um, other than that, go pack, go. Uh, keep it short so you can get a bunch of these calls in. So I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of happy people. Right, take it easy, Ryan. Bye. Yeah, I'm trying to run run through as many as I can before we get out of here. But uh, you're right. I mean, he he makes a big difference. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, you can again. It's hard to pass the ball if you can't run the ball. I mean, that's just the reality of it, and we're struggling to run the ball right now. And again, I genuinely think that we're going to struggle to run the ball with Aaron Jones with the way that this offensive line is blocking, but he is better. And there will be some some bad situations. There will be some bad, uh, you know, Aaron Jones getting hit in the backfield, but there's also going to be those times where only Aaron Jones, he and three other guys in the league, are going to make something out of this. And uh, that's what you get with Aaron Jones. You get special plays. You know, I watched, um, again, I did a little bit of a breakdown last week. And I think it was actually the second breakdown, which I didn't actually release. But because uh, it was getting late. And I'm like, nobody cares anymore. We're, we're moving on. I got to do this earlier. But um, there was a play, I think it was Patrick Taylor, where I'm looking at it. And I'm like, this was a terribly blocked play. But I'm, I, I see a little cutback there. And I'm like, you know what? I think Aaron Jones gets a bunch of yards on this. I really do. Um, you know, a real sharp cut back the other way, and then suddenly there's this wall of Packers blockers. I bet he would get a ton of yards. And we would look at that and just be like, yeah, that was a nice run. Like, good good vision. Like, you know, he's making stuff there. 
Those are the kinds of things where you look at it and you, you see Patrick Taylor get nothing and you go, the freaking offensive line, like nobody could do anything with that. And if Aaron Jones did it, you're like, oh yeah, that was, I mean, it was a great play, but you know, I mean, you wouldn't think he would be the only one. But um, I, th- I really think those are the things that make him special. E- even the Aaron Jones one that was in the video that I released, you look at it and go, you know, I bet, or the A.J. Dillon one, I think Jones probably gets through that, and I bet he gets a few more yards. It's just that Dillon is a little bit slower, and he kind of attacks it at a weird angle. Like, instead of being away from the defensive tackle, he's close to him. There's another play where he, like, runs into his blocker, which he did that again in this game. It's so weird. It's like you got you got two lanes... And you run into the back of your blocker. Like, you, no, you got to go to to one of the sides of them. I mean, they're, they're, neither of them are great options. But the worst option is into your blocker. I don't know why he keeps doing that. I don't, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I agree. We need him back. And, I, and I, again, we need Watson. I mean, th- those are two critical pieces of this offense. And we just haven't had it. And we're one for one. We're 3-0 and this year, by the way, in terms of against the spread. We're just demolishing that. So, um, way above expectations, but anyways, let's keep going. Nate, what's up, man? Well, Ryan, I, uh, I gotta accept my fate, um, that I'm permanently cursed. Uh-oh. I can't watch Packer games because they only play good when I'm not watching or <laughs> when I'm talking bad about them, when I'm, when I'm negative about them. So I guess from now on, I just, uh, I always have to talk about them and I ever watch a game. I can only get the scores on my phone because that's when they figure out a way to come back from a game that I was almost certain that they were going to lose. I was I was almost positive that they were going to lose and then yeah. somehow they bring it back and this is one of those moments we're going to be talking about Jordan Love uh for for years. Like this is this is his comeback win. This is his miracle at Motown sort of sort of moment um in my opinion, but yeah. I, uh, I look forward to rewatching the game tape uh, tomorrow when they post it on YouTube because I want to know what happened. But that's my curse. Um, I have to be the negative guy. So oh, I apologize in advance for the season, but I will do whatever it takes to have the Packers win, even if it means hating on them. Go. It is funny because, um, I mean, I, I've mentioned I'm pretty superstitious or whatever, but whether I stood or whether I sat on the couch was dependent on how the game was going. So I get what you're saying. At least I get to watch the game. I feel sorry for you. you you're not allowed to watch the game. You have to not watch and then talk crap about the team, apparently. But, you know, we, we all have to play our part in making sure that this team is successful. But, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd be just laid on the couch like this isn't working. And then suddenly a comeback happens and my son's like, why aren't you standing up? I'm like, I can't, dude. I can't stand up because we're doing good while I'm, like, laying on the couch. So this is where I have to stay as long as we're doing good. And then if something bad happens, like I'll I'll get up to kind of like mix up the juju a little bit, see if that that kind of gets a spark. You laugh, but it worked. We won. So shut up. Hey Ryan. Hey it's Joe, the janitor. What's going from on from Connecticut? Holy smokes, bro! Well, I was gonna call at halftime, um, and I was pretty furious, and it would have been a, a call I'd like to take back. So I'm glad I waited. <laughs> To the end of the game. That is, uh, I mean, by all means, call in. I appreciate all the calls that I get, but that is one thing that I have learned is I stay off social media because I'm always going to say something stupid that I regret. Always. It'll be the first drive. Somebody will drop a pass, and I'll freaking be like a drama queen, and they're like, oh, here we go. There's the game. There we go. Here we go again. Just can't get anything going. So I just don't do it. 
And then I come back and I act like I'm better than everybody because I'm like, oh, hmm, were you like freaking out? <laughs> You're so stupid. And I look at me. You, you can't find a single tweet of me being inappropriate or doubting my team uh, when really in my mind I was I was done a long time ago. But yeah, man, just don't put it out there because you don't need you want to enjoy a win. You don't want to have to be out there like trying to enjoy a win and everybody's like you're a freaking idiot loser moron like way to support your team you jag off like i just want to be happy i'm sorry um, 17 to nothing i felt felt really really bad at the beginning of the half um couldn't move the ball and it was absolutely terrible but um uh, with none of our starters playing i kind of understand that you know what i mean yeah. so anyway we um we came back and uh, showed resilience, and I'm super excited. Um, we got to kind of keep it down. I got family over, but um, one thing I want to shout out to uh, Old Southern Barbecue. Um, <clears throat> I did uh, use their rub and the Blue Chicago barbecue sauce, and my ribs came out amazing. Yeah. So um, thank you guys for um, you know getting sponsored by some uh, good companies for us to try. Um, other than that, I got to say, go pack, go. And I will call back. Shalom. Yeah, so that – I'm glad the ribs turned out, by the way. I saw the pictures you sent. That sounds amazing. Um, when I did the uh, pork butt, I this is the first time, by the way, I've done a couple things. One of the things is layering on the uh, on the rubs, which I've, I've seen people do it. I've never really done it before. But I did the Old Southern Barbecue barbecue rub, and the, but before that, I did uh, Heath Ryle's um, like garlic habanero, I think it's called. And then the, the best part about it, which, again, turned out fantastic. I love the flavor combination of the two on there. But the best part is I just have a ton of pulled pork, and so I just grab like a different barbecue sauce every time. And I, I'll, I'll... The... Uh, what is it? The Dixie something? That one was... Not my favorite. I mean, I, I love it, but I'm the, of the two, I think like the, I think it's like the Southern Gals one or whatever is my favorite. That's just like blows my mind good. But I, I grabbed the Dixie one because I'm like, this one's like maybe my fourth favorite of the one. And I put it on the pulled pork and I'm like, dude, this might be the best one. Like, this is so good. So I'm just in heaven, man. I, I just, I grab some pulled pork. I throw a different barbecue sauce on it. Once in a while, I'll throw a hot sauce. I made my own homemade hot sauce. So I'll throw some barbecue and then slap some hot sauce on it. Just live in the freaking dream, man. And, and, I've only made, well, kind of two briskets in my life. One kind of made in my life. But I, uh, I'm getting my second brisket. I just decided to pull the trigger. I don't know why I'm so intimidated by briskets. I make pulled porks all the time. I know it's different, but it's it's a long cook, whatever. But I'm excited, man. I'm getting my brisket. You know, Old Southern's got the brisket rub, so I'm going to put that to use. I'm going to slather the living daylights out of that because I almost never get briskets, so I might as well use a lot of the brisket rub because I am i don't know when I'll use it again. Hopefully very often. But yeah, I'm jacked up, man. I'm going to do. I'm gonna try to do the same thing on the... Uh, well, anyways, this the whole thing wasn't about... <laughs> you guys get me going on the barbecue, I get excited. But yeah, very good football game. And uh, yeah, it's some good stuff, man. I'm glad you enjoy it. Feel free to call back in. Let me know if you try any of that other stuff and uh, which ones you like. Love is the truth. <laughs> Let me just start off by saying that. All right. But um, honestly, watching the first half, it was our own team kind of shooting ourselves in the foot with penalties and all that crap. Um, 
and then where it's just like no matter what happened, it's just like we had a good play and everything just came right back at us, and it was just like watching everything fall apart. Um, and then just come the second half. I personally, I was always like, hey, you know what? We got this. We're good. I was sitting there watching it, and I went to a Packers bar in Minneapolis, well, St. Paul, for the first time this season because we couldn't get the game. But anyways, there are other people that were like, oh, this is so stupid. They were, they were like, getting mad about it. But it's like I was just chilling. I was like, nope, we good. We good. And it ended up being that. Jordan Love, having a quarterback that can say, I am going to win this game. I am not losing this game. And did what he needed to do of running the ball in for a touchdown and then kind of getting the offense going. And not to mention having Jaden Reed drop a few balls and then going right back to him. Yeah. That makes so much difference. It's like not bailing on players because he doesn't have confidence. That was beautiful to see. And bonus points, we get to see the Bears play the Chiefs now. <laughs> oh, so, just wait. Great. Just wait. <laughs> Anyways, so we're first in the division, even with the Lions oh. winning. And I'm okay with this. So Jordan Love is indeed the truth. Bye. Yeah, we got a short week to get ready here, so we got to real quick do our recaps, and then we got to turn to the Lions real fast here. Uh, that's going to be a big game. It really is. Uh, big implications. I mean, it's it's cool that we're, um, you know, I, we're, we're, it still feels like on one hand we're just getting our footing, and you watch the team, and you're like, yeah, this team isn't ready for anything. But it's like, dude, this Thursday is for NFC North supremacy. I mean, it's still relatively early in the season, but, I mean, the Bears and, and Vikings are... They're 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 pretty far down right now as far as how things are going. Um, I still think the Vikings are better than what they're doing. I don't know what's going on with all these turnovers. I keep thinking the turnovers can't keep going. And then I, I saw two turnovers. I don't even know how many there were, but I saw two. Um, one of them finished the game. So, But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's so weird because it's like we're not ready, you know, but it's ready or not. It's go time. Like you, you have played yourself into number one in the in the division territory, and um, you win this game. It's it's conclusive. So please, 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 let's get healthy. Let's get prepared. And um, I don't know, man. Let's see what we can do. I <laughs> that's the best I can say. Anyways, I got to get out of here. Uh, we got a bunch more calls. We got fourteen more calls to get through. I'm sure there's a bunch still coming in. But uh, I got to get going to bed. You guys have a great rest of your night. Uh, We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye.